podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 74. On this episode, first we're joined by Koopy, where we talk about our Patreon, uh, some shoe talk, our reality show obsessions, uh, and then, of course, when Koopy's on, she's here to talk about books, normally. So she talks about the book she read in the month of June to catch you up there. And then on the second half, we're joined by uh, rapper, podcaster, and cool dude at GDQ. Uh, he calls in. We talk to him about uh, his story, you know, a little bit, some music, talk about our music spinoff podcast, his podcast he has, um, KFC gets brought up as well. So uh, anyway, thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Koopy. Hi. So that means it's the beginning of the month, and Koopy's going to come on and talk about all the books she's read. The it, books I read in June. That you read in June, correct. Um, in case anyone's new to this and they wonder what that means that's what that means book talks coming up um first we'll touch on a couple things before we get there one i gotta mention my patrons patreon.com slash a podcast with mo if you go there and give me money uh you would be a patron and you get early access to all the podcast episodes and i should probably think of other cool stuff to give patrons but at the moment the people who are patrons don't really care they could probably not even care if they got early access they're just like the homies. They're good friends. Which are Snappy, my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Bear, and Powwow. Thank you for your contributions. For sure. The next thing we decide we're going to purchase, um, we've been doing some furniture rearrangement to make room for our old living room furniture for the podcast room so that I know Snappy's expressed interest in sitting down on a couch while doing it. He would enjoy that. So we're going to have to buy some of those extendo arm and then probably some longer cables and get all that set up. So that might be what the patron money is going to next. Yes. Uh, yesterday I rearranged and took all the bookcases from the office out of the office and put them into my little room. And so now I have like a little library and you're going to have a little music room. Correct. So that's the goal eventually. Yeah. My room looks really nice. His is still a working progress. Yes. And then I mentioned the last podcast how we went to Pops and all that. And we are drinking some of our sodas from Pops. So for anyone that listened to that. Yeah, I picked the Goody Green Pop, Thirst Come, Thirst Serve, since 1923. I heard that. Um, and it tastes straight up like a green Jolly Rancher candy apple. Yeah, and you have one named after the Round Barn in Arcadia, Oklahoma, uh, Round Barn Root Beer. Yes, it's pretty it good. tastes good? It's all right. I, it wasn't cold. For some reason, this brown bottle did not get as cold as your yeah. clear bottle, and I'm now just wondering about it. We can it. trade if you want. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, and then also on the last one, I talked about Vans with Snappy, and then I talked to you about them, and you were like, Vans were out way before Rocket Dogs. I feel like they were, but I could be wrong. I just I feel like Vans has been a, a shoe company that's been around just for a long time. Right, and I was like, well, I'm sure Vans were, but I was on a slip-ons. You're like, those are what Vans have always so, I'm just getting that out there that I might have been wrong the last episode, but I knew of Rocket Dogs and didn't wear Vans for them. I grew up in a bigger community than you did, and skater shoes were like the big uh, tennis shoes with like the chunky laces, and those 
were Vans, but then you also had the slip-ons that were traditionally checkered. Right. And I see, had two pair. I had the white and the pink. Yeah, see, I remember the checkered ones once you mentioned them. And I just never, even now when I go to the store because, you know, I wear Vans, I don't want the checkered ones for whatever reason. Now, for me in high school, Etnies were my skating shoe of choice. I had see, a big I, old pair of Etnies. I'm sure that's a big brand, but I don't really know that. They were just, they're like DCs where they were just fucking Journeys huge. in the mall yeah. was where everybody went for shoes yeah, like you that. You get some Etnies in uh, Journeys. So yeah, Journeys was cool. The fat farms also. We went, we lived through a lot of different shoe fads. Maybe that's how every generation is, but I feel like we had a, like every year there was a new thing. Yeah, there were definitely some trends that I didn't get to participate in and it's still kind of, I'm still kind of bitter about it, but that's a talk for another day. Yeah, we'll get into <laughs> it. Um, and then the other thing I want to talk to you about before we get into your bugs is uh, we've been on a reality show kick lately mm-hmm. and I'm kind of the type of person who gets on here and I'm pretty pretentious and I'm like, I want scripted drama. I want well-written jokes and reality shows are killing TV. But then again... Throughout reality show, I'm like, I'm all for it. And then I get really into it. We seem to like the really immersive reality show. Like, not just the once a week, here's your cat fight. Yeah. We want, it's like, it's it's a competition. It's a it's a game show. Right, there's two different it's kinds of reality really show. That I, I see us too. Is the, what I call the face-off slash ink master type. Which are any of the, like... All the people are there to compete for a season, and they get voted off based on their skill and ability. Like Those are like our face-offs and our ink masters, and there's some cooking shows like that as well. And then there's the ones where it's like Big Brother, they live together, and you see the drama that's dealt with them living together. And I feel like we like like Survivor a little bit. Amazing Race is kind of its own. Yeah, we just finished that. It was good. Weird thing. Yeah, we didn't hadn't watched that in a few seasons, but we watched a season of Amazing Race. It was like, oh, it was great. And... Uh, so anyway, lately we've just really been on the reality shows. I mentioned on the last episode how much Love Island we watched. Oh We're almost- my goodness. <laughs> I love Love Island. And I honestly, American version's coming out in July. And we've been watching the UK version. And I just don't think it's going to be able to live up because half of the fun has been the accents and the slang and just the right. cultural differences. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, the new American version will hold up. But I really love it. Yeah, I do too. I, it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to watch it like year round, but it's been a good binge. Right. And what happens, I want to say a lot of different slang that they say. Mugging that, me off. Right, exactly. And so <laughs> the thing that was annoying about those Hulu, it says season one. So I thought that was the first season we were watching. And then like halfway through, they bring some guy who was on season one 10 years before. And I was like, wait. So what season? What season are we re- watching? They must have revamped it, like rebrought brought it back. Right, and so that's been a little confusing. But the season one on Hulu for Americans right now very entertaining. The I would one highly with recommend Hannah it. and John, whatever yes. that means. <laughs> exactly. So highly recommend that. Big Brother just started. I will try to talk more about it as uh, the season goes on. I might have you on more often for ten minute little yeah, Big Brother. Big Brother's talk. fun. And Pow Wow, we might try to have in. I think we could actually both talk to Pow Wow if he called in about Big Brother. I'm just saying, because I know we could, might all enjoy it. Some people listening to this are like, fuck, don't talk about Big Brother anymore. (laughs) Um, You guys just need to commit to it and give it a shot. Because I never knew anything about it until I met Mo, and now it's one of my favorite shows, and I'm glad we watch it. Right, so I don't know much. uh, This season just kind of, we're only two episodes in from when we're recording this. When it comes out, there have been a couple more episodes that have come out. So far, I don't have a good feel on anyone, not enough to be like, I like this person or not. 
So yeah, no unique characters little, that really stick out. I want to say the little gay guy, but I, he should be probably be described differently than that. The guy from Broadway, the Broadway say, dancer. He was, he was in Newsies on Broadway. Yeah, the Newsies <laughs> guy. Uh, there's something about him I like because he seems like a caricature. Like, just his look and his voice and everything he said. He just seemed He's funny. He's good for TV. Exactly. And so there's probably that wants to like him. Powwow told me, because I asked him who he likes. He says he likes the guy who looks like Mac Miller. And I was like, who the fuck I looks like Mac Miller in that? I that would be. I think it was the pizza guy. He's a little white guy, but he has dark hair. And Mac Miller had light colored hair. So that's why, to me, I'm like, I don't see him looking the same, but I guess they do. Anyway, that's Powwow's deck. But once we learn names moving on to the season, we'll clarify all that another show i've been watching and i just finished season one on hbo so i figured i should give a shout out it just finished up its first season it's called gentleman jack uh it's really good hbo it's based on the true story of annie lester she was like the first outspoken lesbian of her time right it's set in like the 1800s in um england and it's based on a true story and the woman wrote from uh, personal diaries from the age of 15 to like 46. And there's over, I don't even remember the number. I looked it up when I was watching it. It was pretty impressive, like 100,000 pages of diary entries. And so the show is very, I would say, accurate um, because she did leave. A lot of it is written in code. So they had to take some time to decipher her coded messages. Um, But it's really good. So if you have HBO, check out Gentleman Jack. Um, and then also Victoria season two has been on PBS, so, or Amazon prime and PBS. So I've been watching that. Of course. Yeah. It was really good. Season three is available, but I have to pay $20 to watch it. So I'm going to have to wait like a year. Mm, Yeah. Well, maybe for Christmas, you know? So for those of you who don't know, I like historical period dramas. Yeah. If it's set in the time period and they have accents, you're all about (laughs) it. Your favorite shows. Typically. All right, so let's see. Guess it's time. All right. Where we're going to get the book talk. Now, looks like you read four books. Technically, I read four books, and then there's a fifth book that I listened to just on Audible. Right, so that'll be what you describe here. So if no one else listened, you'll just kind of talk about the books, what you think, so that one of two things. My goal is people take your information and then they pretend they've read a book so they look smart to their friends. And your goal is to convince them to maybe read the book if they're interested. Or purchase a book for someone else who might be interested. because you're all about people... Spread the book love. Need need to read. That's your thought. I think so, yeah. I think people definitely um, have not given books a chance. Maybe they've been forced to read a couple in school and they didn't like it and so they think they don't like reading. But really it was just that particular book. There's... Millions of books in the world, and you can't tell me you don't like right. To read I didn't unless like reading. You truly in school. went out and searched and found your like. There's so many genres and subgenres. Like you can really find your thing, whatever it is, it's out there. Um, so I just think people need to explore books, and so I'm kind of sorry because I really like fantasy type books. So my books are probably not a good representation of a wide variety, but there are a bunch of different varieties. So right. All right. What's the first one you're going with? Well, I really liked the Diviners series by Libba Bray. It is currently a trilogy, but there's a fourth book coming out in January 2020. And it says Evie O'Neill has been exiled from her boring old hometown and shipped off to the bustling streets of New York City. And she is 
positively ecstatic. That's her cute little word she says all the time. It's 1926, and New York is filled with speakeasies, Zigfield girls, and the rakish pickpockets. The only catch is that she has to live with her Uncle Will and his unhealthy obsession with the occult. Evie worries he'll discover her darkest secret, a supernatural power that has only brought her trouble so far. But when the police call Will to the crime scene of a murdered girl, Branded with a cryptic symbol, Evie realizes her gift could help catch a serial killer. As Evie jumps headlong into a dance with a murderer, other stories unfold in the city that never sleeps. And unknown to all, something dark and evil has awakened. And so this is just the first book. Um, It's The Diviners, and there's a lot of characters. I'm not even going to try to go into all of them, but it's got a very diverse group of you know, misfit people. I want it found families is probably one of my favorite tropes. And so this series definitely has that found family vibe. The second book is Lair of Dreams and it continues on with this hunt for the serial killer, but it takes place in people's dreams, which is kind of cool. It's not nece- it's still in New York, but there's an element of dream walking to it that is different. Right. And then the third book is Before the Devil Breaks You. And the story continues. You know, each book you get a couple new characters. Um, and this one is set, uh, focuses a lot on a mental institution. And in the 1920s, everyone always thinks of like the glitz and glam. But this, these, this series also focuses on issues of racism and eugenics that were popular in this time period. And so book one can seem kind of superficial, but as you go deeper into the series, it kind of deals with heavier issues um, as well. And so you really see that a lot in book three um, with the mental institution and just different things that are happening in the book. So, Absolutely love this series. If you like 1920s, Great Gatsby era, you know, it's it's a fun, fun book. It definitely has a lot of historical references and slang and fashion. Right. I know eugenics has a whole lot of negative uh, connotations, but I've always been fascinated by just the whole, the people who were into eugenics at the time. And I like mean, it was top science minds that were yeah. thinking about it. It wasn't like just a bunch of KKK rallies or people were preaching racist stuff. It was like, People are trying to figure out. So I just think it's fascinating. Not well, saying they're right. I mean, they truly thought that a lot of them, though, did think that the white race was superior. Right. Well, they were coming in as a white person, so they were biased. They were trying to prove they were better. Right. So, but I think if you came at it from like a what makes people different? Why did people adapt certain ways from where they're like? I think there are certain things about eugenics that's really interesting. But yeah, it did lead to a lot of let's wipe out all the other races, which is probably not a good end goal. Yeah. And um, for anyone who doesn't know about eugenics, it's really not talked about a lot in school right? these days. You should look into it because it's kind of one of those uh, American horror story type things right. that people don't well, really talk it's, about. Uh, kind of led people thinking you know, about Nazism and what happened in Germany. And a lot of American elites were into the study, so that's why they were kind of okay with what Hitler was doing. Because they're like, right. well, let's see what happens, though. People would rot in these papers. So, like... I'm not saying it was good or anything. It's just, it's interesting. Well, and ideally everybody wants, you know, a society full of healthy people, intelligent people, people who are going to contribute. Right. It's like the people who've made Splicer or whatever it's called. And they're like, we can just change baby's DNA to make them better. And now people are like, wait, should you do that? And it's right. Like but it's like, odd. who are we to determine? Right. But it's like, well, if we can, and they'll be <laughs> healthier. And 
So anyway. It's a really good paranormal thriller series. Um, like I said, a fourth one is coming out in January. I think it's called King of Crows. And I'm really looking forward to it. And so what's that whole series called? The Diviners by Libba Bray. Oh, so the same name as the first book? Yes. Makes D- it easier. Diviners 1, 2, 3, and then 4. Right. I suppose sometimes, you know, you get a book and it's like, but the whole collection's called some yes, other name. Yes, and that is kind of how the next book in my uh stack is i can't remember the exact name of i have to look it up on goodreads um the book is called we hunt the flame and the author the cover is really cool hafsa faisal she's middle eastern that is spelled h-a-f-s-a-h-f-a-i-z-a-l by the way and this is an Arabian world, a Middle Eastern inspired fantasy. Yeah, like the cover looks like if you were playing a really cool uh, Horizon Zero Dawn type of looking game, but set in Aladdin's world. And I had some book art that went with this, and you saw it, and the characters are pretty cool looking too. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you have two main characters, a huntress named... Zafira, and then you have the Prince of Death, um, Nasir, and um, the Huntress has this magical ability where she can go into this forest that is um, deadly to people who go into it. They don't come out the same, but she is able to go into the forest, hunt, come out with game, um, get back home all in one piece. And she never really doubts herself. And so this is a very rich, Oh, but she's in disguise. Everyone thinks she's a man. Um, little Mulan. Yeah. 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 Um, so she is sought out by the Sultan, um, the son, Prince Nasir, he's supposed to bring her back because they need her magic ability to further their agenda or whatever. Right. And so they track her down. And um, at first, you know, Nasir doesn't realize it's a girl and he takes her and eventually. Why do I have these feelings? Yeah, it's got some definitely some romance in it, but it's a good story. It had um, some other elements in it that I can't even go into without giving too much away. But if you like Middle Eastern culture, it it was definitely very vivid with food and landscape. I Googled a lot of the things that were happening, like the the foods that they were eating and stuff, and it all looked really good. Like there was this toffee-flavored ice cream and stuff. Anyway, it was really cool. And um, it's a brand-new author. You seem to like it when you're reading it. Yeah. Um, and the whole series is called, ooh, it's the name of the the, the the kingdom that they live in, Sands of Arwea, something like that, book number one, um, We Hunt the Flame. Yeah. Well, cool. Like I said, I like the cover, so if anything, people go look that up, I guess, and uh, maybe read it, you know, if you're trying to read. She's an archer. She hunts with, you know, bows and arrows, so she's got, like, an archer pack on her and stuff. So, yeah, it was really good. And then the last book I didn't really read, I listened to, is Dreams from My Father by Barack Obama, right. America's 44th president. Um, when he wrote the book, it was, it was before he even ran for that Senate um, campaign that put him on the map. Right. So it's his early life experiences from Kansas, Indonesia, Hawaii, Kenya, Chicago, and just 
you know, everything that developed him and um, learning about his father who he didn't know growing up. So he did say one thing I found pretty interesting in the foreword that if he had known his mother was going to die before he became president, he would have spent more time focusing on her and writing a book about her when she was alive. But she died young as well. Right. Neither one of his parents knew what he would become, which is kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, I've mixed, I think like I've, I've said before, uh, I think Obama seems like a cool person personally, but him from like as a president, I just think there's so much behind the scenes stuff. We don't know of like oh, I'm things sure. they can't do and things they did that was horrible and all that stuff. So I'm like, all that gets lost. Now, Rusty, who I told him you wouldn't do this, whenever you mentioned last time you were going to maybe read that book, but listen, since you listened to it, said you should read this one book. I don't know what the title was. Something of like, The Way Obama Ruined America. And I was like, well, Kubi probably won't read that book, but you don't read those type of books often, but then you... No, I really like memoirs. Right. Um, if I'm going to read a book about somebody's life, I'd rather hear it from the horse's mouth than somebody yeah. who just thinks they know a lot. Right. I don't know. I feel you. It's kind of like, um, what's his name? The guy who was on Fox News and then he left and he had the show and he wrote the killing Abraham Lincoln and killing JFK books. Yeah. And they were like historical, but they had like a little fiction. It was like the story of it. I have, I had, you had the, one of them. I right? read the Lincoln one. It's not Rush o- Limbaugh. It's O. Riley? Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Um, and he had those books. I remember, I never read them, so I can't really judge. But I remember hearing the idea of them and being like, wait, what? <laughs> What's I mean, on? the Lincoln one was okay. I mean, I don't I don't really know. Right. So some books, I agree, just don't catch my interest personally. But And I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I'm just, I'm not an idiot to think that our president didn't make mistakes, but this book is nothing about his presidency. It's right. before any of that. This was like before he ever even became a senator. Like, this is just a young man's memoir, like his life and his ex- experiences, his uh, moments of apathy, moments of inspiration. And I found it really poignant. And I think it's pretty impressive that someone at such a young age I mean, the had the, you know, retrospective mindset to sit down and do this. It's not a good uh, reference or example, but kind of. I mean, Donald Trump, quote unquote, wrote a book before he was president. The Art of the Deal it has nothing to do with him being president. If yeah. you read that book, that does not mean I love Donald Trump, the president. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So like. And a lot of people, I think, take like, well, if you like Obama's book or whatever, then you must. Love. No, I mean, I know you do. I know you're. Yeah, a fan. I, you're I cool. voted for him twice. I'm a proud right. Democrat. So, <laughs> um, we have been pretty bad about getting involved. We've gotten out of politics probably the last year more so than ever in my yes. adult life. I, I That's partially my fault because I just. You refuse to watch it and then I feel awkward. I just don't <laughs> like focusing on the negative. I understand that that's a part of life, but. Right. The news um, is all negative for the most part, for sure. Um, so anyway, we'll we might need to try to get back into that here in the for this next thing. Yeah, we'll have to. But anyway, but that was those were the books I read um, and listened to. They were all really good. Everyone um, should get a Goodreads account. You can keep track of your books, share books. You can follow me if you really wanted to. I wouldn't have to update mine too often. <laughs> uh, I have a goal of 60, and currently I just finished 28 books for the year. Uh, so you need to pick it up. I know. I know. You. I mean, I'm not trying to hate, because I want you to love life and have fun. 
But the last couple of weeks, I expected a lot more reading. Well, the yet. last couple of weeks, you were at the house. And I, I just cut into it? Yes. I planned on doing more music and stuff, but it just didn't happen. There were several days where neither one of us did our hobbies. We just didn't even get out of bed till like, one. We watched Love Island. <laughs> so anyway, everybody, check out Love Island. Put away so some, some of your it's partially Aaron's, Moe's fault that I... Call me Aaron. How dare you? You can edit that out. <laughs> It's okay. Anyway... All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right. Peace. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we're back. All right, what I'm about to do is I'm going to call a rapper friend of mine from the internet uh, by the name of GDQ. But first, I feel like I need to bring up that tomorrow from when this episode comes out, I have a new song coming out with Strong Maurice. Uh, He's like an EDM producer guy from Australia. He is also on my MySpace top eight list of internet friends. And... Uh, we have a cool song coming out. It's called Always Too High. The way it happened was I made a song that I didn't think was all that good. Um, and I was just going to trash it. But he made these cool remixes. And I was like, well, here, man, just mess with this. And it's so cool that I sent him like the next six songs I recorded. And we're like, please do this as well to these. So we're working on an EP. Uh, it takes a while. But this song comes out July 4th uh, on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music and Tidal and Amazon and Google Play and all the places. So so I'm sure if you follow me, uh, A the Mo on Instagram, podcast underscore Mo on Twitter, A podcast of Mo on Facebook, I'm sure I will share this. Um, I think it's really, really fucking cool. So anyway, I'm just going to say that shit. So uh, anyway, call on GDQ. Here's all the information I think. Um, if you haven't listened before, this is what I like to do. I like to try to guess what my guests uh, info before I ask them because a lot of times I'm wrong. So I believe he's from California, lives in San Diego. And I want to say he's like the white dude in a group of not very many white guys. So that's all the information I have. But we're going to give him a call right now. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm good. All right, man. So what I always do before people call in, especially artists, is I just basically guess information that I thought I remembered. So I guess that you're from San Diego, California, and you're in a rap group. Oh, I forgot to mention you have a podcast. I knew that as well. And then you're like, it seems like the white guy in a group of not very many white people. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, you're pretty. You're, yeah, that's almost all right, basically. Sweet. The, I'm not. I'm not originally from San Diego. I'm originally from uh, Sacramento, but I live in San Diego. I've lived here for the last four years. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a California boy, basically. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, family is actually from, or my mom is from California. She moved here when, uh, she was like nine or 10. So when I was eight, I went to a family reunion and I guess I'm from Stockton is where my family's from. Oh, snap, man. That's right down the street. Oh, hell yeah. That's See, I don't really know. I just remember, uh, we went to Hollywood and I was like, wait a minute, this place is trash. It is dirty. And then the next day we went up to Stockton and hung out with my great grandma and then someone got shot outside in the middle of the night. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, what? 
because I'm like uh, from a real small country town. So I was just like, I mean, it was cool. I enjoyed California. It was beautiful. But I was like, man, this is a different place. <laughs> you went to two terrible places. <laughs> yeah. Stockton is not a nice place, man. Stockton, Stockton, uh, that city is the first city in California that claimed bankruptcy probably like six years ago. Oh, so, hell yeah. And then Hollywood is trash. I mean, you homeless people go. I mean, people piss on the on the sidewalk and and take dumps and yeah california has a real big homeless uh problem it's it's pretty sad yeah so that was a long time ago that was like over 20 years ago but i'm sure it's still similar um <laughs> it's still similar don't worry uh so yeah um so why'd you go to san diego or like uh why are you still there is there like a actual reason or did it just happen um are we recording? Yeah. It, just before. Okay. All right. Cool. I just want to admit. All right. Um, yeah. So out of high school, um, I was supposed to go to Oregon State. But what happened was um, obviously it's ridiculously expensive. So I went to community college. Um, I was born and raised in Sacramento. So from like I was born in downtown and then I moved around, got kicked out of school and then uh, – I always was like, I guess, I don't know, not the smart kid, but everybody, I was like the bad, I hung out with the bad kids, but I always got good grades and I wrestled and I was a good kid, but it was just like, I ended up uh, going to community college for four years and I decided um, like at the, right out of high school, since I was supposed to go to Oregon State, I had picked environmental engineering as a major. And then what happened was I just continued with that. I love water. Like, I love all the lakes, all the rivers around here. I love water resources stuff. So that was a grind. I worked at KFC for, like, three years, so that was trash. Um, but uh, me and all my homies, we had been rapping basically since right out of high school, so 18. And that's Mind Over Matter, so that's uh, Smooth, Jay Nagus, and then this guy named Hygienic. Um, but he changes his name, so now he's realistic. Um, but I needed to get my bachelor's, so I got my AA in natural sciences, and then I applied to a bunch of schools, and uh, San Diego State accepted me, and so... Um, San Diego is an amazing place, so I decided to go there. Um, and then I just last year finished graduating uh, with my bachelor's in environmental engineering. And then I decided to continue, and I'm actually in grad school right now for also environmental engineering. So that's why I'm here in San Diego. And um, I love it because life's hella weird. I couldn't get a job for the first two months because I didn't have my voicemail on my phone ready. And what happened was as soon as I did that, got my voicemail completely set up on my phone, um, like I, I got this job and within two days, um, this like this beautiful, like a hundred percent Mexican girl, just like gorgeous. She walks through the doors and she's got these huge eyes, bro, like big eyes. And I, I, I instantly like she she denies this, but I thought I knew I was gonna be with her for hell long as soon as I saw her. So that ended up being my wife. And we ended up having a baby recently, so I'm like taking care of the baby right now because she's actually she's in Mexico right now for a wedding. So, yeah, that's that that's the long story about me going to San Diego. <laughs> well, hell yeah! So I wrote I I rarely keep notes, but I've noticed I'm not real good at podcasting, so I wrote down notes during that. One, uh, good kid, but hung out with all the bad kids and like kind of smart, or everyone thought you was. That was totally me for sure. Like I kind of think I'm smart. 
but like not real, not compared to like real smart people, you know, like right, I was smart right. compared to the fuckers I grew up with, but not to like real, <laughs> real smart people. So uh, I feel you on that. Uh, KFC, it seems like you work there during the time that they ruined it. It used to be so good. And then now I go there and I get original recipe and I'm like, what's wrong with this? Why does it not taste the same? So I'm out on KFC these days. <laughs> Uh, KFC is not good anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Something happened. I don't know what it was. And, and then college, I think that's awesome. I think uh, I think finishing college is great. I mean, I finished and have a bachelor's degree, and then I just quit because I have so many student loans that I'll never pay off. That I'm like, I just can't keep getting more. Um, but I think it does help. Uh, I think you can tell certain rappers or podcasters or whoever. I think just uh, you having those experiences allows you to write more stuff if that makes sense oh yeah uh, me and my yeah my friend and i always talk about it we say um i mean school's not for everybody but it's it's not about the one thing you learn it's about the experience it's about learning how to how to do things it's about being on time and it's about um doing things that you don't want to do and learning about it so it's you know what i mean it's all about becoming for me it's way more open-minded and going and learning from people who are i mean kind of experts in their field or whatever so it's more of what i don't know it's just good to go and get your brain thinking about things that you don't normally think about right if, well if it was what i mean for me it was just hard to finish and i was like well at least i accomplished that and a lot of people didn't that i knew so i just had this whole like haha I finished that sort of attitude about it. So it was really the pettiness that drove me. But either way, it worked. I mean, no, no, that's, that's oh. <laughs> I, just finishing is an accomplishment, man. So that's that's what I, I completely agree. I mean, you finished and most people I've seen a lot of people uh, put a lot of time in and then not finish. So you finishing it is a very positive thing. Right. Oh, and then San Diego. So uh one of my first early good experiences in rap music. So uh, I I didn't rap in high school or anything. Like I loved rap music, but I would have never tried. And then when I got to college, I just didn't have a lot of friends. So I was kind of hanging out by myself and freestyle. And then I went to a bar. I've told a story on the podcast before, but I rapped at this bar and I was pretty decent at freestyling. And then I spent the next two years just going to bars and parties and freestyling with people. And then eventually I started writing and rap for a little bit and then quit and then now I rap and make beats and and all that now. Um but back in the day there was this internet radio station out of San Diego called SDB strictly down to business and Demonic was the host and he would play my songs and I thought it was just the most awesome thing cuz my songs were not good at all but he was very cool about it. So and that somewhat influenced me to do the podcast I do where we play the music and stuff. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, that was cool. I bet people would like that. So, um, that's why I've always liked San Diego is because of this internet radio station out of San Diego. So I felt bad when they lost the chargers. I was like, Oh man, I like San Diego. <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> them losing the chargers was, was San Diego's own fault. People, people, weren't really caring about the Chargers. I, and w- when I lived in Sacramento, we were going to lose the the Kings. I mean, and so, and, but people were like protesting and rallying and it was crazy and, and they kept them. But I was in, the, I was here when the, uh, the Chargers were gone and San Diego didn't care. But yeah, that's, that's cool because I, I, I really fuck with what you're doing. I mean, you know, you, we had linked up, I don't know, you were on your like second episode of the spinoff maybe. Yeah. Pretty and, early. And, um, 
And I mean, a lot of people will do something and then not follow through and like you were cool. And then like as time went on and as more episodes went on, I, I started fucking with it even more because it's something not a lot of people are doing and it's good for um, other artists. It's good for exposure and it it's <laughs> it's a very like community type thing. You know what I mean? It's your your. Um, developing and forwarding the the hip-hop community by you know what i mean by putting other people on your stuff and connecting with other people and that's not a lot of people are, are like that in rap it, at least local rap i mean I, i'm not completely sure about the industry but at least um like underground stuff people are all about themselves so when i saw you doing that um and you're just really cool about it, and you give everybody kind of a chance, and you know what I mean. You 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 guys are always positive on the podcast. I I hear you guys talking about oh, people don't like um us always being positive or something. I mean, but it's good. Like you you, you know what I mean. You go through, you pick the songs. You're really only playing good songs. You're not gonna play complete trash. You know what I mean. So and you you guys just say positive things, and yeah, I really think that the the music spinoff and your podcast and everything that you do is is actually super dope, so I oh, appreciate it, man, and yeah, a lot of the other music stuff I've noticed is uh a lot of live like YouTube live stuff or Facebook live stuff where it's like submit your songs and I'll rate it here, and they're like really critical, and I guess that is a cool thing, but yeah, I just wanted um. I just wanted rapper friends because I quit rapping for five years and I kind of got back into it and was like, oh, I'll just make a community by making this podcast. And it's worked out. I have plenty of uh, rapper friends now. If I'm like, hey, can you check out this mix real quick? And people will be like, yeah, sure. Um, I don't think people understand how valuable that is (laughs) when you make music because people that don't make music, it's really hard. Um, Not because like, oh, it's it's hard to write or it's just hard in a different way. Like there's so much to it or whatever. So someone like me that kind of does it all by myself, like at the moment I make all my beats, uh, lyrics, uh, cover art videos, all that stuff. So just getting, having a friend to send it to and be like, Hey, can you check this out or whatever? That's always helpful. And then also I've gotten some people to listen to my podcast. So I think that it's a win-win. Right. No, I mean, you've been, I mean, I know you were doing the podcast before. I mean, the music spinoff almost started like this year, right? So, you, I mean, you're doing hell good. I think that that it's super dope. I mean, and the thing is, is um, you, the music spinoff is almost like a like a showcase, more of a review. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you guys aren't sitting there critiquing people. You guys are kind of showcasing them, which is even cooler. You know what I mean? Have you ever listened to um, Selection? That they were big, like on SoundCloud. The, they kind of do the same thing, but I mean, it's you're it's almost like a radio show that you're doing. I mean, you're not gonna on the radio, you're not gonna play complete just trash music and then sit there and um, be critical of it. You know what I mean? So it, yeah, I really like what um, you're doing with it. I've, it's been sick watching the whole time. Right, and uh, I have tried to get a little more critical lately on things, but also I've I haven't been on Reddit like being as selective as I used to be. I used to only hit up people that like I really wanted, which I like the idea that people will hit me up for songs and I'll give them a chance. Um, and if I've had someone on, the more I've had someone on, the more likely I will give uh, feedback that's not so good. I'll be like, oh man, I don't like that mix or I don't like, because I feel like we're cool enough at that part. But I feel like really bad anytime I say something negative. Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, my mixes suck. And I've said a dumb word, like, I'm really critical. No one can hear it when the songs are playing, but like I, 
I like to pride myself in some lyrics that I have written in my life. So if I see or if I hear something where it's like it completely negates itself or there's like, uh, I don't know, just something that's so obvious. So like you can't be both. You can't be this and that. And you just said those back to back lines like I'm real critical, but I would never call people out on their lyrics on the podcast because then they would right. never send me music again. So right. I'm just like, right. oh, yeah, that was cool. So maybe that's kind of fake. I don't know. But I try. Not. No, 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 no. I, I mean, you. That's the thing, though. You come off as um authentic, so it's not like, I mean, look, okay. So I've been making music since, I mean, for eight years, right? And off and on, right? You know, like you just here and there. Um, but I've always made like songs, you know what I mean? And I've been able to see my progression. And yeah, the same thing. I produce, I mix, I master, I write my own stuff. I do my own covers because one, um, most people aren't helpful. You know what I mean? And the, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, like people, people are really, oh, they tend to only do things if it benefits themselves. I mean, this stuff is benefiting you, but it's, it's more of a benefit for the artist you know what i mean so like that is cool because you're not sitting there taking taking all the glory or whatever it's more of a showcase there's this dude out here who uh ja young wealth we had him on our podcast and he's um a lot of people will do pay to play with concerts you know what i mean oh you you got to either sell 25 tickets or give me 250 dollars you know what i mean and his he just showcases people. He'll he'll put down the money and then he'll have people come through. The bar ends up giving him money back and he just showcases them. You know what I mean? He gives them the opportunity. He's not sitting there like, oh, you got to do this for me. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like the music spinoff. And it, it's super dope. Like that's what I try. That's what we try to do with Activated. We try to provide content with people for people. But they I mean. I don't know the the local rap scene. It, it makes me more and more mad uh, as I stay in it, just because people are all in it for themselves, and it's all about it's all about the music and it's all about the craft. It's never about like where you are, you know. It it's not. Uh, Freddie Gibbs has that line like, "Judge a man by his character, not by his wealth." I mean, and it's the same thing. Like you got to judge someone off of what they're doing, um, and like the journey, not oh you have money or oh like you're you're this if you don't have this amount of followers people won't fuck with you and that's weird you know what i mean and but with you you don't give a fuck which is cool i actually would say i care but the opposite way um i say all the time at least lately i would rather have someone with not as many followers that i know is going to share the podcast um like an example is a guy we had on uh i think the last one and the next music episode from when this comes out um who's here from oklahoma where i'm at and he didn't have a whole lot of followers or whatever, but he's already a part of our community because I was like, oh, man, I'm going to put your song on. And I would just rather have that than I've had people send me songs where they have 15,000 followers and I play their song and they don't share that shit at all. You know what I mean? Like, right. And then I'm like, well, that's worthless to me. And I know that's selfish or whatever. And it is about good music. But as someone who uh, like I make music because it's I mean, I know it seems weird, but it's like a hobby. Like it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed at the end, like, holy shit, look what I made. Like, I like that whole part of it. Um, so to have people write that are all in it for money, like I have plenty of people that won't respond to me or they'll respond with, well, how much does it cost? And I'll say it doesn't cost anything. I just need a song <laughs> or whatever. So, um, and, and I have a Spotify playlist based off of it. So people also ask how much does it cost for that? And I'm like, again, I don't, I don't do that. Um, 
So it is weird the way the world works. But then again, if I could ever make money off of music, that would be awesome. So I get it. It's just I think people jump the gun. Like they're not there yet or whatever. I don't know. I hate to be too critical on people's career decisions when I'm I got this little bitty podcast here, but just saying. And speaking of podcasts, you briefly mentioned yours, and that was the last thing I had in my little note list, is um, what's up on your podcast? I did listen to the one um, with the guy you just said. Was that like the first one of your second season? Is that um, correct? I felt like it was, but either it was, way. It was, it was recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe. I did I'm listen trying. to the first one of your second season uh, when it came out. Um, so I just don't know if you want to tell people about your podcast or what it's like, if people want to check it out, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm part of the, it's called the activated podcast. Um, I, I do it with my two co-hosts, Mac two, three, zero one on Instagram and also real Walter Ford on Instagram. Uh, Mac is a, he's, he's kind of like my manager, um, around san diego um he does he's got his own apparel company um and he does marketing and then walter is a um he's trying to be the next best comedian in the world um he's pretty hilarious so we've um and then we've got me so we're all this kind of interesting dynamic two black dudes one white guy um which doesn't happen too often and especially with podcasting um i mean in general there's not that many shows like that so we've already it's kind of just like a cool dynamic um we started, let's see, it's been, we started last, our first episode was last year in the beginning of January. So, and we've got about probably a total of like 40 episodes. And then we go to events out here, local events. Um, we like to interview artists. So that's the big thing. We um, This season, we've kind of been trying to get more interviews and trying to connect with local artists more and more and kind of give them a full hour and a half uh, interview, kind of like No Jumper. I mean, that's kind of where it takes inspiration from. Mm -hmm. Um, Just trying to we're trying to get on people who we at this point, since we're a little bit more known around the city, we can we can be picky and choosy with who we want on because a lot of rappers come on. And like you said, that they don't have anything to offer. Like I, I feel bad to say that. And I guess it's kind of bad for me to say that, but I mean, they come on and it's not that much of an interesting conversation. And then you, we always like, look, we had a lot of people on who, who were fake like that. I knew, but kind of, I had an idea before that they had fake followers and they had fake plays. Right. And then they come on and it's, they're just, they have nothing to offer at all. So it's kind of like a waste of time. And we've just been trying to get, um, we're trying to get more quality people on and kind of interview them and really give them, um, like a full time to tell their story and whatnot. Um, and then we'll do, you know, sometimes we'll do episodes with just us three. Um, it's kind of very like socially aware. We like to talk about, uh, social things, political things, a lot of music stuff, sports. That's kind of the main four that we do. Um, it comes out every two weeks. It's a video podcast. So it's on YouTube. It's also on Spotify, iTunes and all the other, all the other things. Um, but it's been a grind, man. As you know, it's, it's not easy to get people to tune in. Um, but I enjoy it because, it just gives me a time to sit there and talk about the things that are on your mind. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's nice to sit there and talk with homies and, and get it on there and put out content and put it on Instagram. And, um, so we try and do a lot of video stuff because I, 
I mean, I feel like that's uh, really big, but I've noticed that it kind of doesn't really matter. And people, it's tough to get to people to tune in. So we're just, every day we're trying to figure out new ways to get people to tune in and really listen and become fans of it and kind of feel like they're a part of uh, our community. We're trying to build kind of this, I don't know, socially aware and be passionate about what you're doing and, and just kind of kind of move the culture forward also in a different way. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's been it's a it's a great time. So the activated podcast, check it out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Yeah, and the logo because I want to say there's an old maybe just activated podcast. There's something similar that'll also pull up. So your logo is like three cartoon heads drawn out, and it's white and orange, right? Is that the correct colors? Yeah. All right, just so yeah, people are yeah. searching because I know my podcast is super hard to find on search because it's a bunch of generic words a podcast with mo and so it just it like it's it's so impossible to find my podcast so that's why I have to share links all the time um but anyway right right yeah yeah, yeah um yeah we that's the one you'll see on YouTube and iTunes and Spotify we've got a few different ones but yeah that's that's the main one we've got three three heads and yeah it's even even ours is hard to find google sucks all the search engines are trash so i, I mean like every time i try and search for my podcast it comes up with another just called activated podcast <laughs> yeah like, i think that's i think that's what I, the other one i was thinking of um, I like to have my artist interviews. It's a little newer for me. I think you're like the fourth maybe that has been on here, but maybe in the future I'll have more. We'll see. Yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm glad to do it. I mean, you brought it up and I, I thought it was a, I mean, it's a good opportunity. And like I said, I really like what you're doing. So I wanted to come on and talk to you and yeah, I, yeah, keep doing your thing, man, for real, because it's, it's fun to watch and it's cool to make, like you said, internet friends like that and people who, who will support. And when you put out stuff like, you know, your music, people will actually go listen. Um, and, and that's, it's, what's weird is your internet friends are going to support you more than the people that you use, like, you know, in real life, or 100%. You used to know, or you grew up with. Not even it's close. Weird. Yeah. It's not even close. Like, uh, people, I mean, there's like one person I know in real life that'll probably you know listen as much, but in general, like people that would you know hit you up and be like, "Let's go have a meal," they won't click your link on Facebook. You know, it's it it is a weird world that we're living in. Yeah, yeah. Hey, my dude, my best friend, like that I talk to every day, who who was like would listen to the podcast sometimes. He doesn't. It. I don't blame him because it's hard. You you have to balance between putting out a lot of content and putting out. Um, not too much content and not putting out too little and you've got everybody involved in their own lives so even my breath I mean like my best friend he doesn't really even listen to it you know what I mean and I talk to him every day he just he just they don't click you know what I mean they don't they don't they'll see it they want to watch it but it's just like there's something going on or they know that they can come back to it you know what I mean and they know that it's going to be there or they used to like other friends. They, they used to know how you were. They don't want to listen to your podcast. You know what I mean? Right. And same with my best friend. We actually started this podcast together, but then he moved. So I changed the name and all that. Um, and he didn't listen, but he recently started to, so it just took like a year and then it finally came <laughs> around. So never lose hope. Um, yeah, I, I will yeah. say since you're on and you know, I might have some listeners that might just skip straight to you, to your part. Um, I do have a song coming out tomorrow. It's like my first song that's come out, uh, where I'm rapping on it in a really long time. So I got to say, I have a song out coming out called always too high and it's me and it's mixed and mastered and all that shit by strong Maurice. And it's super good. 
So check that out. And I know you recently put out some stuff, but I don't know if you have more music in the works. Uh, yeah. Congrats on your uh, dropping tomorrow. I'll, I'll tune in. That's exciting, bro. I mean, that's it's always a good feeling when you're dropping music. Um, but yeah, so... I'll just go through uh, my like recent music and all that stuff. Um, since I'm part of the group Mind Over Matter, I also do solo music. But Mind Over Matter put out an album called Momentum. Um, that was February of 2018. Uh, that's everywhere on iTunes, all the, yeah, whatever, all the distribution services. Um, it's on there. Um, and that was fun to make. That was produced by me and our uh, other main producer, Jazz. And then my uncle actually mixed and mastered the album. And then I recently put out Renegade in December, and that's my solo stuff. I was really excited to put that out. I was excited to put out two projects in in one year. Um, I wanted to drop an album uh, by the time I was 26, and I got to do one at 24 and one at 25. So I was really excited about that. And um, Renegade, I I produced seven out of the eight tracks. Um, I mixed and mastered the whole project. the first song that you picked was the the title track Renegade. That's like my favorite song I've ever made. Um and that yeah, that's just a high energy song. That's been fun. Um I'm probably going to do a music video to that. I'm going to perform it for the first time in July. Um and then our new stuff though, um we're doing a we're playing in a takeover, <laughs> a summer takeover. Um so Jay Negus is going to, I guess it's not really a surprise right now, but it's a surprise track dropping uh, July 15th. We shot a video for it. I edited it. I shot the video. So that's going to be exciting. And then our um, other rapper producer, uh, Smooth, he's going to be dropping a track also sometime, but we're going to be dropping a, a video snippet with that. So that's going to be really cool. And then Mind Over Matter is going to drop a new single probably around August. And uh, Jay Negus and Smooth are working on their solo album. So everybody's a solo artist too. Um, we we all we all do it for the fun. We're all pretty quiet dudes. We only like to put out stuff when we have it. And so um, yeah, we're just gonna finally be able to put out new tracks and stuff like that. It's been been a year and a half since we put out anything together as a group. So we're we're hella excited about that. Jay Negus hasn't put out a solo track in a long time. It's his first time dropping a solo video too. So we're trying to kind of making it. Um, an event and kind of, you know, since you have, he hasn't been like, he hasn't put anything out in a long time. It's where it's going to be a su- quote unquote surprise drop. Um, and that's, that's going to be sick because I mean, no one's seen a video. So all of a sudden it's going to pop up a video out now. So hopefully that's going to get people excited. Cause like we talked about earlier, it's tough as hell to get people to listen to your shit. Um, and then smooth, Smooth's a, a sick ass rapper, um, and he's really quiet. He's been working. He's that's probably whose album is gonna drop first, uh, and so that's that's gonna be sick. He's got a, a sick ass track, and the snippet's gonna be clean as fuck. So yeah, that's what's coming up. Yeah, I've never had a video, so that's awesome. I just don't know anyone that makes them, but I don't think I can do it myself. And I also think I'm weird looking, so I just don't like my face out there. Um, so a lot of all those things added up, you know, me and videos don't go get along. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just learn how to draw and animate it, I guess. Uh, but that's awesome that you have a video coming out. And I think this is going to come out like July 3rd, this episode. So um, and you said that'll come out July 15th. And that's so that's early information for whoever's listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Getting a little a podcast with Mo exclusive. 
Exclusive, exclusive. Um, for sure, man. All right. Well, I think that's about all I have to talk about. Um, if you ever want to come on again, definitely do it. I know I normally invite people like we used to do these top five lists where it'd be like your top five favorite, whatever. And, uh, those are normally pretty fun to do. Uh, like I think next week the plan is to have Petra Vita rapper who lives in Sweden to we're doing top five favorite cereals. So the first time an artist comes on, I like to have you just, you know, give all your information about why you're cool. But if you ever want to come on again, rather to promote stuff, or if you just have a top five list or just want to shoot the shit and have something to talk about, for instance, like politically, there was just this Democrat uh, convention or Democrat or debate. Jesus. Uh, there was this debate on TV and I missed it. So right now all my friends are asking me what I think about that. And I'm like, I don't have a clue, man. I just missed it that night. I don't. I don't know what's going on, but I need to. I need to be aware of what's going on in the world. So if you ever have anything you want to talk about, feel free to let me know, and we can always get you back on here. Cool, man. Yeah, if you ever um, want to take a trip out to Hollywood or something again, and I mean, I'm sure you're going to end up in L.A. one day if you, you keep on doing what you're doing. Come to San Diego. We'll get you on Activated, too. I I, I wish we did stuff like this because this is kind of the new wave. It's it's able to You're able to connect with people everywhere, but yeah. I mean, if you ever do want to get on on a video on the podcast, definitely come through. I mean, San Diego is a nice place. You, I know you need a vacation. I know you work hard. So come take a vacation if you want to and, and come on Activated too, bro. Yeah, and I feel you on that. I used to not have anyone call in because I just lacked all the stuff. And then now I do. So it's cool. But I totally get it. So maybe bro, it's someday all about progress. I'll make it. All, all about progress. Always trying to do – uh, trying to do better and do more. So y'all have a Patreon. That's how I got all the equipment is I made a Patreon and then people gave me money and eventually I bought new equipment. So not saying what? you have that- to, but that is a thing that's out there for podcasters. Yeah. I, I, I halfway signed up and then I, I kind of was just like, uh, I don't know. Cause I do all the, I do all this stuff for the podcast, all the editing and all the posting and stuff like that. So I was looking into it, but people, I mean, that's sick that people gave you money for and for it. And you got, um, you got new equipment. That's that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look into it more. What happened was I, it was a few months of nothing, and I just had to keep promoting it, you know, and, like, no one cared. And then my mom one day was like, you know what? I'm going to support my son, and I'm going to give him $10. And then as soon as she did, two other people did within that same week. And then those three were my patrons for a while, and now I'm up to five. So I'm just saying. Uh, oh, that's Start insane. slow. Okay. And it could help you out. For any creator out there, you can do it for all kinds of stuff. Even if you're just a rapper, you can just put on there like, help me with my rap music. Give me money. I don't know if anyone will, but anyway. No, but that's, I mean, hey, people give money all the time. It's weird. People are greedy with their money, but they'll give they'll give random internet people the, their money all the time, yeah. man. Trying to be an influencer. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Um, but all right, man. Uh, thanks for coming on. Cool, bro. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. All right, peace. Peace. This is not a phase, so let's get to fucking raging. I'm walking through my whole city like a fucking ditty. I ain't greedy, I'm a 